0: It's Friday, April 22nd. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Baltimore County wants to co-run the city's water and sewer system. A new festival is coming to the Inner Harbor. The state's COVID-19 rate surpasses 4.5 percent. And U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visits Morgan State University. It's The Daily Dose from WYPR, our latest reporting on Maryland's COVID-19 response, and the local news of the day. Made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Again, Maryland's COVID-19 positivity rate is up at 4.57%. The state health department also reported this morning that there were 1,015 new cases in the past 24 hours. That's the first time there were more than 1,000 new cases in a 24-hour period since February. 166 people are hospitalized. Four people have died. In the wake of worsening conditions discovered at Baltimore City's Back River Wastewater Treatment Plant, Baltimore County now wants a say in how the city provides water and sewer service to the county. WYPR's John Lee reports. Maryland Environmental Services recently took control of the plant in Dundalk in eastern Baltimore County. It's receiving the ira of county officials because it's dumping massive amounts of nutrients and bacteria into Back River. County Executive Johnny Oshevsky says the county now wants to have some oversight in how the system is run.
1: The fact that we contribute significantly, half of the cost to, to the system, and that we're impacted equally... Um, or in the case of, of Back River, um, in some ways even more directly, um, I think having some sort of shared governance and oversight and input into the system, uh, that's a conversation we should be having.
0: Mayor Brandon Scott says that the issues at the plant long predate his administration and says he's committed to working with the county and improving the system. John Lee, WIPR News. Just this afternoon, the State Departments of Health and the Environment are warning residents to avoid Back River because of high volumes of contaminants in the water coming from the Back River Sewage Treatment Plant. The warning comes after scientists from the Department of the Environment found bacteria levels above state standards for water contact at sites near the plant's outfall and elsewhere on the river. Officials warn residents to not swim or wade in the water if you accidentally touch the water, wash thoroughly with soap and water as soon as possible. And if you have open wounds that come in contact with the water, see your health provider. Baltimore's National Aquarium is pledging to reach net zero emissions by 2035. Its conservation action plan also includes steps to remove plastics and litter from the inner harbour, restore wildlife habitats and educate the public about ocean and climate sciences. There's a new festival coming to the Inner Harbor. The Waterfront Partnership's Baltimore by Baltimore Festival will take place the first Saturday of each month through October. Baltimore musicians and dancers offered a taste today of what people can expect when the festivals kick off May 7th. Waterfront Partnership's events director, Liana Wetmore, said the festival will focus on local talent.
2: Makers, musicians, food trucks, street performers, artists.
0: The announcement comes just after Baltimore businessman David Bramble struck a deal to acquire Harbor Place. Mayor Brandon Scott says this area was once the destination for locals and visitors.
2: We're bringing back that shine. We're bringing back that destination by making this a space where residents can go to.
0: Councilman Eric Costello says the festival will help make this part of his district the world-class attraction that it was and is going to be. After lengthy studies, the Federal Highway Administration has agreed with Maryland's Transportation Authority that the U.S. 50 corridor is the best spot for a new Chesapeake Bay crossing. The FHA found that the existing corridor allows for a much shorter crossing than two others studied and that it had the potential for less of an environmental impact. Whether that crossing involves improvements to the existing bridges, a new bridge or a bridge tunnel is to be determined by future studies. Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman said in a statement he would have preferred a crossing that drew traffic away from that corridor. He said government agencies must now work to ensure that existing communities and environmentally sensitive areas are protected in the next studies. Governor Larry Hogan signed an additional 103 bills into law on Thursday. The measures promote job creation, address violent crime, advance bay restoration goals, and protect firefighters and first responders. The public safety bills included the Judicial Transparency Act so the public can see how different jurisdictions sentence violent criminals. Hogan also signed a bill into law that would rename Maryland Route 210 as Piscataway Highway. The route had been known as Indian Head Highway. Signs will be replaced soon ceremony for the name change is set for the fall. A full list of the new laws can be found at governor.maryland.gov. Drivers in Baltimore are seeing very high prices at the pump. AAA says the average driver is paying just over four dollars for a gallon of unleaded. That's up nearly 40 cents compared to this time last week. Most of the hike is due to the state's gas tax holiday expiring. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was in Northeast Baltimore this week, where he toured one of Morgan State University's trailblazing research facilities. WIPR's Calent Hansel Suddeth has more.
2: The projects that Secretary Pete Buttigieg tested at Morgan State University's Urban Mobility and Equity Center Wednesday play a key role in what he says is the future of transportation infrastructure.
1: We have to open our imagination about what transportation even means what transit even means. The difference between mobility and owning a a, a vehicle and how those things interact with each other.
2: During his visit, which also included a town hall on the campus, Buttigieg tested, among other things, Maryland's only driving simulator that took him from I-95 to the Baltimore Convention Center. The program is being used to study things such as reaction times and human-computer interaction. All of the technology Buttigieg saw is being developed in the Urban Mobility and Equity Center within the school's National Transportation Center. Morgan State is one of 35 universities in the country to house one of these centers, a partnership with the U.S. Department of Transportation. It is one of only two historically black universities to serve as leads, playing home base to consortiums with other area schools. Buttigieg said President Joe Biden's administration is looking to strengthen partnerships with HBCUs. He said Biden has issued an executive order to ensure that all departments are doing a better job connecting with members of the community.
1: We're proud of things like the partnership with Morgan State, and we need to have a whole lot more where this came from. What does it actually look like? Well, first of all, it's funding for research, right? It's making sure that federal dollars continue to be available for the kind of work that's happening here. And that needs to grow, and it is growing as part of this infrastructure law.
2: Buttigieg also said with the passage of the $1 trillion Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, transportation innovation is at a turning point.
1: The obstacles are many, but we've just torn down one of them, which is not having any funding, right? The thing is, though, we're living through a period of extraordinary change in technology, some of the technologies that are being developed and managed right here.
2: Morgan State University President David K. Wilson told WIPR Secretary Buttigieg's visit is special because, as a scholar, he understands the importance of research and innovation.
1: He understands uh, the equity piece uh, and the centrality of Morgan State University in advancing that within the U.S. Department of Transportation. Uh, and so we are just thrilled uh, that uh, this is not a drive-by for him, but he is here uh, for a substantive period of time.
2: Wilson said the visit was equally important to Baltimore as a whole.
1: This is like the third or fourth time in the last few months that uh, Secretary Buttigieg has been to Baltimore. I think he understands all too well uh, that uh, Baltimore uh, is a perfect uh, laboratory uh, for investing uh, in transportation in climate um, and, um, uh, of course, in equity.
2: Earlier this month, U.S. Senators Chris Van Hollen and Ben Cardin along with seven congresspeople, announced more than $409 million in federal funding over the next five years to improve roads, bridges, and create jobs across the state. For WYPR News, I'm Callan Tansel-Sutteth.
0: We cover the news of the day here on The Daily Dose, but it's also a platform for listeners like you. Got a thought or a story you want to share about life in the era of coronavirus? Leave us a voicemail to play on an upcoming episode. The number, 410-235-6060. We've also got a button on the WIPR app so you can record a voice memo that way too. Just tap Daily Dose Comments on the app or give us a call. The number again, 410 235 Six We're always happy to hear from you, and we'll be here for you again on Monday. The Daily Dose is brought to you by WIPR, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Big thanks to my news team colleagues, Rachel Bay, John Lee, Joel McCord, and Callan Tansel-Suddith. Our digital content director is Jamila Kremple, and our general manager is LaFontaine Oliver. The executive editor of The Daily Dose is Danielle Irby. Stay healthy stay sane, and stand together. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Thanks for listening.